On this final show of the week, we're talking Lincoln Speedway's decision to scale back their Flow Racing deal. We've got an update on Scott Bloomquist's future and the Lucas weekend ahead. Let's go. It's Friday, February 3rd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. We'll start today off with the news from Lincoln Speedway from last night about their 2023 streaming schedule. I've had multiple comments and messages about this one, and I know it will continue to be a talking point for a while. It's yet another illustration of how the streaming space in dirt racing continues to evolve and change right under our feet. If you missed it, Lincoln, which is one of the key central Pennsylvania racetracks, announced last night that they will only stream 11 events this season on Flow Racing. Add in the two World of Outlaws shows, which will be on Duravision, and way less than half of the 35 scheduled races at Lincoln will be available to watch from your couch or your phone. And this move comes after Lincoln was live every week in 2021 and 2022, so this is a dramatic shift. Lincoln and Flow had previously announced a streaming agreement back at the beginning of 2021 that lasts until 2025. And clearly there's some wiggle room in that deal for Lincoln to decide what can and can't be shown. So what's changed in the previous two years to make Lincoln cut back? It's actually pretty simple. Lincoln is one of many tracks who are adamant that the camera on top of the tower is keeping people at home. And this is a problem because the deals these tracks signed with the streamers were not lucrative enough to make up the difference in the lower attendance. For some reason, it seems to be their view that if the receipts at the gate are down, it's the streamers who are then responsible for making the tracks whole. My opinions on this matter have been shared heavily on this show. I've seen the data. There are plenty of examples of streaming not affecting attendance, but the tracks don't want to hear any of that. Their crowds are smaller, and instead of taking a hard look at what exactly they're doing or not doing to contribute to that, the easy thing to do here is blame Flow Racing. But even when it comes to the deals with Flow, the tracks still shoulder that blame. Nobody forced them into these streaming agreements. They made long-term deals, signed on the dotted line, And now a year or two in, they've decided these deals are bad and they're having buyer's remorse. So it's really a double whammy for them. Down attendance and streaming agreements they don't like. And I'm sure that Lincoln won't be the last to try and scale back. They're convinced that if the flow racing cameras weren't there, that people would show back up. It's not true because there are many other factors at play here, which we've discussed. But as the Mark Twain quote goes, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. As race fans, though, and as consumers of dirt racing on the streaming services, understand that shifts are underway on both sides. Yes, Lincoln is backing off this deal with Flow, but Flow is also backing off of some deals as well. After a couple of years of going hard into dirt racing, Flow understands now what races and what series are worth having and what aren't. As a venture capital-backed business, they need to keep growing, and I think we've reached a point where they have found the limit with what dirt racing can provide. Some more regional stuff has already quietly gone off of flow uh, and i know that they've turned down other deals and their expansion plans are clearly elsewhere they've got lucas the all-stars usac the chili bowl they've got the big stuff at eldora and those will continue to be a focus but outside of dirt they signed a deal with nascar starting with the 2022 year right now they're showing snowmobile racing drag racing continues to be shown prominently and is expanding and you can be sure they're looking elsewhere for more verticals that can drive subscriber growth So where does this leave dirt racing streaming with local tracks and regional series? With the niche providers. They're going to be the ones to fill the void here, and their promises to the tracks to get these deals are going to be a bigger cut of the revenue. 
It'll be a commoditized race to the bottom. Who can undercut their competitors the most to get the deal? It's literally already happening. You'll still see some monthly subscriptions, but probably a return to a lot more pay-per-view events. A streaming pass will cost the same as a ticket or a pit pass, and they're going to do this to appease the promoters. And these smaller providers and tracks will be fighting over a smaller and smaller group of consumers because there's only so much money to go around from race fans. We've talked about this before on this very show. Big series, big events on the big providers because that's what moves the needle. Smaller stuff on the smaller providers because for the bigger guys, the juice at the lower levels just isn't worth the squeeze. Feel free to uh, leave your thoughts on this in the comments section below. All right, thanks to a story yesterday at DirtOnDirt.com from Kyle McFadden. We've got some more details about what's up right now with Scott Bloomquist. A few weeks ago at Volusia, he attempted to run the full weekend with Big Frog Motorsports, but ended up out of the car following the opening night. Chris Ferguson and Bobby Pierce ended up sharing the ride on night two in sort of a strange arrangement. Pierce ran the feature after he had issues with his own car. He had a provisional because of his full-time status with the series. And Fergie got out of the seat to allow uh, Pierce to run. But back to Bloomquist. The reason he got out of the car was due to lingering numbness in his right leg. And he told McFadden that at one point in the night, he couldn't tell that his foot had slipped off the brake pedal. Hearing that, it makes a lot of sense why he decided to vacate the seat for the remainder of the weekend. Now, Bloomer is set for another surgery, this one on his back, to try and alleviate the issues. The hope is that the 59-year-old Bloomquist could be back racing by the spring, but he also knows that he might be facing the conclusion of his long and storied career. In the piece, he said, quote, that might be the end. You never know when you get surgery, unquote. In the meantime, he's continuing to help the development of young driver Garrett Smith, as he did when the 19-year-old driver won the Dirt Track World Championship late in 2022. You can read that full piece from McFadden. There's a bunch of quotes in it from Bloomquist and a lot of other good information. You can find that over at DirtOnDirt.com. Speaking of late models, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series was supposed to be in action tonight at Alltech in Florida, but the night has been canceled because of wet weather and a wet facility. The Saturday show is still on as planned. Brandon Overton leads the series standings right now and has two wins through the first five races. Ricky Thornton Jr., Jonathan Davenport, Devin Moran, and Tim McCready complete the rest of the top five. Recent Lucas winners at Alltech include Jimmy Owens, Brandon Shepard, Kyle Larson, and Davenport. Of drivers with recent multiple starts at Lake City, Brandon Shepard and Devin Moran have the best average finish at 3.5. All of those stats are via the premium tools available with a subscription to Dirt Track Plus. The three nights at Golden Isles were right around 50 cars. Bubba had 39 both nights, and I'd venture to say we'll probably be mid to low 40s tomorrow at Alltech. Uh, from there, the series has a practice day Sunday at East Bay before uh, beginning six straight nights of racing. Uh, before we shut it down today, I again want to spotlight a new group of channel members. We're now at 44 total with the addition of Carla, Jim, Pelican, Mike, and Super Racing in recent days. Thank you guys so much for the support. It means a lot to me that you have jumped in. If you want to check out the membership program, click the join buttons on the YouTube channel or on the videos, or you can visit youtube.com slash dirt tracker slash join. It's $2.99 a month. It helps me out a lot, and you get added perks and benefits, including a free decal. Seven shows today across the streaming services. Flow Racing is by far the busiest. Uh, they've got Lucas at Alltech, Modifieds at East Bay, the Winter Freeze at Screven, uh, and Flow 24-7. Speedsport has the USCS at Hendry County. Racing Dirt has indoor cards, and there is Dirt Vision now. To see the full daily steam, uh, streaming schedule through the weekend with those links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Have a good weekend out there. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in again all week. We will be right back here on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. 